Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host. That's me, RIC, and the place to be. Back at it again with an edition here that we have one of the biggest NFL draft sleepers of the year. That's right. We're going to bring him to you right here in just a few minutes. Remember, you heard it here first at the NFL Draft Bible. Check us out. NFLDraftBible.com. We are rocking and rolling about 76 days or so away from Destination Dallas, the 2018 NFL Draft, our 17th year of coverage, exclusive coverage on location across the nation as we bring you the names you need to know. And behind the scenes of the world of football, check us out on our YouTube channel, right here on our blog, blog talk radio channel. We're on iTunes, of course, NFLDraftBible.com and at NFL Draft Bible, of course, today we're brought to you by Pressure Sportswear. Go check our good friends uh, Desmond and Damon over there. And like I said, today's special guest is going to be David Patterson of Fresno State. You heard about the Hungry Dogs. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, I was down there in Philly for that crazy parade. Everybody talking about the story of the underdog. We have an underdog today, but he's not a hungry dog. He's a nasty dog. He's a bulldog. He's David Patterson, and he joins us on the hotline right now. Welcome to the show, David. Hey, how's it going? Uh, It's going great, man. We appreciate you taking the time and working with us uh, with the time zone difference and I know uh, you have a hectic workout schedule in between workouts as we speak, I believe. So let's start it off right there, the draft preparation process. Uh, where are you working out? What's your workout regimen looking like? What are you working on trying to improve? So I'm at um, Athletic Performance. It's in it's in Fresno, so it's cool. You know, it's close to the school. I can stay here and finish everything. But um, so typically I'm actually driving over there right now. Um so we'll go Saturday. Saturday we'll usually do like shuttle or L, just work on some of the drills. Just because usually, I mean, at the end of the week we'll be pretty worn out. So like a little bit of recovery also. But um, usually Monday through Friday we'll go, we'll run in the morning and then we'll lift in the afternoon. And then Monday and Wednesday we'll come back again at night and do some position stuff. But um, that's about it. I mean, you know, it's, it's been a grind, but, you know, it's going to be worth it in the end. Definitely a, a grind, a different kind of grind. It's not your game preparation, but more of a mental grind. And you, met, you mentioned the positional work. You know, what are some of the things that you're working on there? I mean, what are some of the things that you're doing really well? And what are some of the things you want to work on trying to get better at? Yeah, so, um, I mean, at Fresno, I, I pretty much – I only play tackle. So, I'm. I mean – I've been working a lot at guard and center a lot. I've been snapping a lot every day. I'll get snaps in and go through the steps just because it's so much different. But um, just because I think in the future, that's more where my fit's going to be interior. So getting as many reps at that as I can, just because it's so much different than playing outside. Um, I mean, that that's always great. And that's really what's going to benefit me going forward. Well, the uh, the more you can do, the more valuable you are. That's uh, the old saying goes at the NFL. And, you know, once you tell scouts that you're taking snaps at center, you don't, the, the next question is going to be, are you long snapping too? Um, well, I haven't been working long snapping, but uh, that's, I mean, that's definitely not going to hurt. I mean, the more versatility you bring to the team, the better chance you have of making it. So that's definitely something I should look forward, I mean, look into doing as well. 
All right, that's what we do here at the NFL Draft Bible, bringing you the names you need to know. Fresno State Bulldog David Patterson on the hotline with us right now, on his way to a workout, 76 days away from that NFL Draft destination, Dallas. So, you know, David, um, unbelievable turnaround with the Fresno State football program from one win to ten wins, uh, incredible story. You know, playing out there on the West Coast, maybe not getting the national attention uh you know, nationally and, and, and the East Coast maybe not being privy to it, but, man, what a fantastic turnaround. What was the secret sauce? What was the big difference maker from two years ago to this past season? Um, well, it's, it's tough to narrow it down to one thing, but, um, I mean, it was definitely awesome to be a part of that, uh, to be a senior also, to go out as your last year, um, to really set, you know, set your name in stone, but, I guess if I could narrow it down to one thing, it was just work. I mean, from the first day Coach Tedford came in January until our last game of the season, it was, I mean, it was just relentless. It was a total, you know, 180-degree turnaround from what it was before. Uh, the coaches believed in the players. Uh, they would always find the right fit for everybody to make sure that, you're, you know, you're going to maximize your potential. But, I mean, we were out there a lot every day almost all day, and we were going at it. So I think that was really the biggest thing that contributed to the turnaround. You know, you mentioned, you know, being a senior team leader, NFL scouts want to know what kind of leadership intangibles you're going to bring to the table. Are you a guy that, you know, gets in a guy's face? Do you pull him over to the side? Do you deliver the, the fiery locker room speech if need be? Talk about your leadership intangibles and then that coaching change, you know, Obviously, going through that transition, the underclassmen looking up to the, the senior leadership uh, class, and, and take us through what that transition was like as a team. Yeah, I mean, uh, anybody that knows me will know that I'm not uh, I'm not a real loud guy. I don't go around uh, getting in people's face and stuff. But go one on one with somebody, you know, pull them to the side, say, "Hey, you know, this isn't you. This isn't what you're capable of. You know, you can be so much better than this." Uh, kind of guide them through, you know, what you need to do, you know, stuff that helped me, stuff that I know helped other people that you can apply to your own game. But, um, you know, I mean, being a senior is different because, you you know, you're so used to looking up to other people every year and then all of a sudden, you know, it's your year and you realize that people look up to you. So I hope that I left the legacy behind that, you know, people will be able to follow and be like, hey, I want to be like him one day. You know, I want to have that type of success. So that's definitely what I hope I left behind for other people to follow. Now, you know, this this past season we mentioned uh, the record. You guys capped it off in the Hawaii Bowl with a big win. And, you know, I was watching some of your Alabama film, and I know the game didn't go exactly how you guys wanted it to, but, you know, everybody always uses the SEC, those uh, defensive fronts to kind of – gauge uh, uh, talent level evaluation, see how other players stack up against that. And and that seemed to be a, a re- very good game for you. Uh, very few, if any, mistakes. And, you know, talk about that Alabama performance. And, and then, you know, who was the toughest opponent throughout your career? Was it that Crimson Tide team or, or was there another defensive front that, that uh, gave you guys some work? Um, yeah, I mean, that was a huge challenge, you know, um, 
to go out. I mean, you know, everyone talks about Alabama. That's, you know, the pinnacle of college football. The, I mean, national champs this year and, you know, every year they're in the mix for that. So, it was, I mean, it was an awesome experience to go out there and play there. Um, you know, it was on ESPN, a day game, so, so that was great. Um, I mean, like you said, unfortunately, it didn't go our way. But, I mean, to go out there and go toe-to-toe with the best and, you know, we competed hard, uh, gave it everything we got. So, you know, and it definitely, like you said, it's like a benchmark to see where you're at. If you can go out there and compete with them, then I think you can go with anybody. But um, yeah. as, far, as far as toughest opponent, I mean, Alabama was a great team. And not to take anything away from them, but just for me personally, I thought the Washington defense was the best just because not only the players, but the scheme they ran, just a lot of blitz and twists and different stunts. And, you know, Vita Vea, he's just a monster, so... For right. me personally, I thought yeah. of Washington. Yeah, Vita Vey and uh, Hercules Mata'afa declared early. So, yeah, they definitely had a stout defense. And we're talking to David Patterson, the Fresno State Bulldog. He's a thirsty dog. He's here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. A name you definitely need to know. And, you know, if you're just hearing about him for the first time, then you definitely need to do your homework because – He's kind of flying under the radar right now, but he's working towards a huge pro day, and we've been talking to him about the the, the uh, draft process. And, you know, we do have a scouting report up on the NFLDraftBible.com with that Alabama chop-up video. Uh, if you want to go and check it out as, as you're listening to the show, you can get a glimpse for, your, for yourself at uh, David up close and personal. But, you know, for those of you who are hearing David for the first time, we're going to ask him right now to give a little self scouting report so you know if an NFL scout pops in your game film for the first time David explain to us what kind of player he's going to expect to see um, I mean just for what I think of myself um, I think I play with good technique um, you know I try to really be a technician in everything I do because you know that's going to you know you can't just rely on your strengths the whole time that's not going to get you far when you're playing against people just as good or even better than you so I always try to use, you know, the best technique I can, be very efficient. Um, I always like to get off the ball as hard as I can. You know, you want to shock the D-line. You know, don't don't let them have an advantage over you. you got to come off and um, – I think, I, I, think I, I, I personally think I have good feet. You know, my pass pro, my run blocking. I, there's not many times where I get caught crossed over or, you know, any efficient footwork. But uh, going forward, I mean, a lot of things I'm working on is just hand placement. That was definitely something I need to improve and just strike. And and a lot of the people I'm training with right now, they tell me, because they played in the NFL offensive line, they say the most important thing you have is just quick hands. Come out of your stance, hands up, ready to strike. Because when you, especially when you play inside, that's what's going to determine whether you win or lose. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I think your overall game is, is solid. I, I think it's just polishing up a few things like you mentioned. And you mentioned uh, – you're learning from, from some guys who've played in the NFL, who are some of the guys that, that you're working with and seeking advice from, and are there any teammates that you've talked to uh, in terms of the draft process and, and what to expect? And if so, you know, what kind of advice have you gotten? What's a good piece of advice so far? Yeah, so the, the guys I'm training with right now when we do our position work, uh, they've all been to athletic performance. That's where they went to train for the draft. Um, it's Kenny Wiggins. He plays guard for the Chargers. Uh, Bryce Harris, he plays tackle for the Saints. 
And then another guy, Austin Wentworth, who played for the Vikings, but unfortunately he had an injury, so he can't play anymore. But, I mean, all these guys are – they've been at the highest level for years. they stayed on teams. They've started games. So, I mean, to get experience from them, like, I don't really think it could be beat. Yeah, I think, you know, learning from someone who's been there and done that, they've been in the shoes that you want to wear, uh, always a good opportunity to, to be a sponge and pick their brain. Now, uh, I see Irvine, California listed as your hometown. You're out there training in California. Are you are you a born and raised uh, Cali guy, thick and thin? No, so actually I was born in North Carolina since my dad was in the military, so he moved around a bit. Then once I was three, we moved to uh, Miami, Florida. That's where my parents are from, so they wanted to go back home. And then I didn't, I actually didn't come to Southern California until middle school, eighth grade, and then been here through, you know, till now. So I've been, I've been around a little bit. Not crazy, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've traveled around, and so you've been on both coasts, East Coast, West Coast. You got a preference? Um, you know, it's hard because I got a lot of family that lives in Florida, but, um, I mean, it's, it's humid out there. It's hot and humid. So, you know, California yes, gets that perfect weather every day. <laughs> you get that perfect weather. But I think since, you know, I've gotten older and I've grown up here more, I guess I have a preference for here just because of what I know. So. All right. Putting you on the spot there, uh, with David Patterson, Fresno State, uh, well-traveled, well-accomplished and, I know uh, also your dad also worked in information technology from my understanding growing up. Are, are you a tech geek? Yeah, yeah, that's what I majored in, information systems. So I'm, I'm big on technology. I love it. I mean, you know, that's the future. It keeps blowing up every year. So definitely something. Cool. You did get you get into. a chance? Did you see the opening ceremonies of the Olympics by any chance? No, I haven't caught it. I've, I've been so busy with training and then. I'm There's sure. Online classes and stuff. I've seen, yeah. Well, if you get a chance somewhere in the meantime or in between time, check it out. I'm sure it's on YouTube floating around, but it was pretty cool. They actually, the broadcast actually incorporated some augmented reality into the Olympics uh, opening. It was, it was it was pretty cool to see, but definitely some top notch top notch technology. We're we're big into the technology here at the NFL Draft Bible, and we're talking to David Patterson. And um, in addition to football, you also played a couple of other sports growing up as well. You were uh, just keeping your parents all kinds of busy, taking you to practices and games, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, when I was little, you know, I tried each sport, soccer, baseball, basketball, football. You know, you, you got to see – you know, you got to see what fits you, what you like. And then, you know, fortunately I stuck with football because that's where my true passion was. And, you know, I'd say, I'd say it worked out pretty well so far. We'll see how it goes in the future. When did you know it was football? At, at what age did you, one, fall in love with the game, and two, realize that, you know what, I might have a special talent here? Yeah, you know, um, it was probably in eighth grade. You know, I started to walk around and realize how much, you know, you don't really realize when you're younger, but you're you're twice the size of everybody else. You know, you're way bigger. And then I got to high school. This is in ninth grade and freshman football. I, I was pretty tall, but I was super lean. I was really skinny. 
And I played, you know, I played offensive line, and I, I was okay. You know, I was kind of undersized. But then the next year, all of a sudden, I just I started growing like crazy, and I just blew up. Got really, it was in the weight room, got really strong. And that's when my coach one day was like, hey, you know, you, you got a future doing this stuff. You take it seriously, you keep training hard, and, you know, good things are going to happen. And then I took it from there, and, you know, next thing you know, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> As the story goes, how about – when you're not playing football, and I know right now is not a good time because you have zero free time, but, you know, when you're not playing football, studying football, and, and in the classroom, and you do get some downtime, what do you like to do? you have any hobbies or activities that you enjoy off the field? Um, you know, lately, uh, my last couple of years in college, I, I got into, like, computer programming just because, you know, taking classes in it, it got really interesting and, you know, realizing – uh, you know, how powerful it is, the stuff you can go forward doing. But when I was little, I used to read a ton of books. Um, you know, I play video games, you know, the normal stuff everybody does. Um, really, I guess now, I mean, I try to read a book every now and then, you know, keep your mind going. Uh, you got to stay sharp. But um, besides that, now any, t- any free time I get, I just try to relax and just take advantage of it. <laughs> no doubt about it. And, uh, you, you've been great giving us your time. I know you're on the way to a workout that's going to start very soon. So we'll wrap it up uh, with this last question and get you out of here. We we always end the show with this last one. And, you know, if an NFL general manager is tuned in listening to the show right now, uh, I want you to tell me why I should draft David Patterson come April. Um, I think you should draft me just because I'm going to be a guy who you can count on. A uh, guy who's reliable, you know, show up early to everything. Um, never in my career been late to anything ever or missed anything. Um, you know, you're just going to get a guy who's just going to come in, uh, you know, keep his head down and just work and just chip away. Uh, not going to complain or anything. Just going to get, you know, whatever needs to get done, he's going to get it done. So, I mean, I think I'm a guy that you can count on. So, you know, for me, you <laughs> that's it. what you're going to get. Just a solid guy who's just going to get it done. All right, so Tom Coughlin, if you're out there listening, he's always on, not on time, ahead of time. He's on Coughlin time, uh, <laughs> yeah. so you never know. But, hey, David, man, I appreciate you taking some time in between workouts here, and I know you have a hectic schedule. So uh, thanks for, for dialing in. Please do keep us posted. I'm sure you will, so we can keep our listening audience updated with the latest and greatest on your uh, way to the draft. And we, we look forward to your draft journey and, and uh, seeing where you land, my man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on here. You know, the scouting report, everything you do. Um, I really do appreciate it. All right. Oh yeah. That's what we do here at the NFL draft Bible, David. So thank you again. And uh, maybe we can get you back on after the pro day workout and uh, talk about your success out there, because I know you're going to do great things and really, truly, I'm not just saying this, folks, because he's on our show, just one of the more under-the-radar prospects out there on the West Coast. And if I'm telling you about it here in New Jersey, the word has spread. So you can believe that, you know, the word is getting out across the nation on these 32 NFL draft boards, a guy that will be moving up and will be turning heads at his pro day workout. And, uh, you know, we'll have to get a – I forgot to ask him a height and weight and a uh, date for his pro day workout, but we'll, we'll give a shout out to Michael May, his agent over there at Synergy Sports International, get that updated 
on his scouting report, and uh, that will be up on the NFLDraftBible.com along with this interview in its entirety. So check it out, NFLDraftBible.com, all day, every day, 24-7, 365 coverage of the NFL Draft. It's what we do since 2002, and uh, we've got a lot of good stuff going on, Path to the Draft videos, behind the scenes. Uh, we're going to un- unveil some new rankings, update that, and just great scouting reports, player interviews each and every day. Of course, we're on iTunes now, so you can subscribe it and like it over there. Of course, the YouTube channel's rocking and rolling. And we try to do everything on the Twitterverse at NFL Drafts Bible. I think we do a pretty good job of keeping everybody updated over there. So uh, we'll be back. We've got a jam-packed week next week. We're going to take a, a day off tomorrow to recuperate from that Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl parade. Still trying to cover. Woo. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll be back at it again every day next week with a brand-new show. And uh, we also did two new NFL Draft Bible radio podcasts this past week. You can find that on the website, too, the first round uh, on-air live mock draft. And then we did a show yesterday with the mock draft reaction, combine snubs, and also the quarterback positional preview. So we'll be breaking down a new position each and every week. And it's a can't-stop, won't-stop kind of day here at the NFL Draft Bible. So we appreciate you all tuning in. Of course, today we were brought to you by Pressure Sports. Check out the Pressure Sportswear. We're going to have a whole new NFL Draft Bible clothing line unveiled on the new NFL Draft Bible website soon. So, hey, I can just keep going. The National Scouting Combine, we've got some big player announcements there. I can keep talking. The Sports Management Worldwide Program, I'll be a speaker in Indianapolis on March the 2nd. Use our coupon code, Draft Bible 2018. It's a pinned tweet right now. You can get that too. So, hey, listen. Let me go before I just keep rattling on. I don't want to double the length of this show, but I appreciate everybody out there. Till the next time, everybody. All right, seeing the place to be. Rick Saratella, telling it like it is when it comes to the NFL draft. We'll catch you next time, everybody. <laughs>